Hello, friends. Welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. Today, we're talking about the millennials and the fact that I feel the struggle is real. And I have ideas and feelings around what could be at the root of this. I think it's wonderful that so many people in our world today have felt sensitive to to the millennials, to our children more, right? We're moving into a time where we're thinking differently than possibly the way we were raised if we're like middle age. It is wonderful that we can learn um, a lot of tools, yoga, meditation, um, tapping, you know, emotional freedom technique. There's just so many wonderful healing modalities that are available to us, um, you know, somewhat conventionally, but I would say more non-conventional that the world is just now possibly waking up to. So I applaud all of the people in our world right now who are providing service and love to others to help them heal. We know the struggle is real with the millennials. I have millennials myself, and um, and I realize it is real. It became more clear to me years ago, one of my children's friends took his life his freshman year. And that's when it vibrated hugely in my life and in, in a couple of my children's lives. It changes the way you look at life, right? If you're a young person and that happens to somebody who you really cared about, you know, you loved and you valued as a human being and you enjoyed them, and you can see the light within them. And then when something like that happens, it makes you realize that, wow, they didn't see what I saw, right? And so I think that's, that's the human condition, right? I feel as though the human condition is people not feeling their worth, people feeling unworthy and not good enough. And I feel it's related to that old program that I do talk about uh, in the intro of this show about how I feel the lack mentality and the victim consciousness is all stemmed in an old program that's based on fear. And I feel the pain of living this way in our world has, is hitting a tipping point right now so that many of us are starting to wake up, even the most unawakened person, I believe, is now even starting to see things maybe a little bit differently. Maybe they're starting to ask questions within themselves, within the people in their lives, their own lives, you know, what's going on around them. I will say when I was a child, um, I did have depression. I suffered from depression. I suffered from terrible anxiety. Um, and I'll be honest, I didn't know I could tell anybody <laughs> that it was a problem. You know, you grow up as a kid and you just, you deal. You don't really think about it, right? Unless it gets to be so bad. And I'm not suggesting we keep these things quiet, but I guess I'm sharing this because I thought about taking my life. And I remember it well. I didn't feel valued. I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel appreciated or accepted in my life. And I work with millennials and I see them and I know what's going on in families and I know what's going on among, um, you know, a lot of parents who are my age. The struggle for us is real as well. 
And when we have a child who's born into the struggle that's real for us, I know that the struggle will be passed down. And the struggle has been passed down into a society that now values outside world as being more important than the individual person's inside world. And how do we see that? We see that through social media in a very huge way, right? Always looking to get approval outside of ourselves, get likes. Our kids have grown up in this. You know, getting the serotonin hit of feeling valued. Unfortunately, what's happened is I feel. This is all the way I feel. I'm expressing that. Uh, I feel as though because the focus for these kids has been so much on outside of ourselves, they never learned how to connect with self. And I have a feeling that because so many of us parents grew up in a time where, um, well, let's just talk about the parenting style of the parents I'm talking to right now. Most of us grow up, grew up in a hierarchical parenting style. There was also a lot of miscommunication. There was also a huge lack of communication. Nobody was able to say what their needs were or what they really wanted, I don't feel. I know as a child, it was really uncool to express how you felt about something, to speak up about something, right? Um, it didn't feel as though anybody cared about our needs. It didn't matter, right? Because parents just wanted us to be a certain way. And when we were a certain way for our parents, then we got their attention. Then we got the approval. Then we received the love, whatever love, whatever we learned love was from our family. So here we are, this group of parents, and we want to do it differently for our kids. Right? No, we don't want our children to feel the way that we did. And I'm not speaking to every single parent in the world, but if you're tuning into this, you might be that parent I'm talking to, right? I don't believe in, in, uh, you know, in mistakes, just stumbling upon this podcast. So here we are, the parents who want to do it differently, just like every generation before us. And we grew up in this, this time when it wasn't cool to express yourself as a child, right? Children should be seen and not heard. And so that's still within us in a lot of ways. And as a parent, there is no manual, right? We're just doing the deal as we go. We're growing as individuals. And at the same time that we're growing and still learning about life, which I think we do until we die, we're raising, we're actually growing human beings, right? We are showing them and we're, you know, they're hearing us, they're seeing us, they're watching us. And they're listening. And a large, a large number of people who are, um, you know, middle-aged people, um, they're, they feel somewhat disconnected from themselves. And I will say that it's, I feel it's in large part due to having parents, being raised by parents who unfortunately didn't love themselves unfortunately didn't know how to do it any differently unfortunately were too worried about appearances right back in the 40s 50s 60s appearances and of course our world has changed too but it still is about appearances isn't it 
And I think we're learning that appearances on the outside don't necessarily equate to that on the inside. And if we're a parent and we're struggling in that way, our child is growing up with us and they feel it and they see it and they experience it. And then they're learning how to do life through us, right? They're learning how to navigate conflict, love relationships, uh, connectedness with other people, how to handle the stresses of life. They watch us. They learn from us. Most of the learning with children and parents is... um, is nonverbal communication. That's my opinion too. Um, So here we are, the millennials, feeling like the struggle is real. So I've just talked a little bit about society, right? Society with the social media. Also, I want to throw in the advertisers. Advertisers are always trying to show you this perfect illusion, and it's based on perfection, right? And... In order to sell their product, they're selling a dream, but we keep chasing this dream. And we're realizing now, I think, that the dream, we've been going about the dream, I believe, the wrong way. So the millennials are growing up in a society where things, you know, it doesn't matter how you feel. Um, Actually, I don't want to say that. It does matter how you feel. If you're in pain or if you're uncomfortable, if you have anxiety, if you have this, pharmaceutical companies now have stepped in. And so now there's a lot of people, it's very socially acceptable to be using substances instead of sitting with feelings, dealing with relationships and those types of things. It's, it's, um, we're medicating, right? We, we've become pretty immune to to feeling. We don't want to feel. It's not, it's not cool to feel because feel can be uncomfortable. But what I do know is that's the only way that I got to be able to do my podcast today is through learning in my life that I had to finally, after 47 years, whatever it was, I finally had to sit down and acknowledge feelings for myself and begin to cry, and to begin to do all these things that I didn't do up until that time. Since that time, I have learned that the keys to my life, the success in my life, comes from me being connected to the way that I feel. Getting to know myself, getting to know my feelings, and I don't have tolerance for letting things go anymore when it comes to people. If things feel funny with somebody, I got to call them up and, you know, make it right. You know, maybe I need to apologize or just get clarity on, on things so that I can feel good. My priority in life now is to feel good. And I believe that the way to helping everyone here and the way to feeling good is to begin to embrace ourselves is to begin to become our own best friend, right? That goes for parents and that goes for kids. And, you know, there's a educational component to this as well. Um, And I think what I'm going to do is do a few podcasts, you know, one on parents and I'll go deeper, one on, you know, school and society, go a little deeper than what I'm doing here. I'm just kind of throwing this out to scratch the surface because I feel like it's time for us to heal. And our children, because of the pain that they're in, they're helping us see our opportunity 
to heal ourselves. And I have felt that this may be the case for many years, actually. But, you know, it took me this long to get to where I am now. But here I am now, hopefully helping you, right? Maybe you've listened to something that I've said and you can connect with this. So I feel like the way to heal everybody is by embracing the self, letting go of the outside world a little bit more than, than you have been, right? We can't worry about what people are thinking and saying about us. We do the best that we can. And then, and we're the best person we can be. This is what I feel. And then the rest, we kind of let go because we can't keep chasing the illusion of what it is that they might be thinking about me. Most of the time, these things aren't even true. So getting back to self, what does that look like? Well, that looks like instead of negative self-talk towards myself, I'm going to start becoming my own best friend. I'm going to support myself in a moment of chaos in the morning. You know, when I'm not having that morning where I'm feeling on top of the world, I'm going to support myself and say, you know what, you're doing the best that you can. Instead of you're so stupid, why do you always make the same mistake? So through embracing and loving ourselves, and we can teach this to our kids, right? I feel like this is why kids feel disconnected. The pressures that are on these kids too are tremendous. This is a society that has taught kids and our world that good enough is never good enough. Instead of appreciating how far we've come, instead of appreciating ourselves and the gifts and the things that we have to offer, instead of doing less, right? Doing less equals getting more out of life because we don't feel as stressed. We don't feel like we're gulping for breath. Most people right now are in wake up in a state of survival mode. Most people do not wake up in a place of thriving and loving my life, waking up and thanking God for another day. Many people I talk to are actually the opposite of that. They wake up and they're worried about how am I going to get through the day? But when we start to shift things around, be kinder to self, embrace self, being more self-responsible for, you know, maybe saying something to somebody that you need to so that you can kind of heal something, kind of taking care of those loose ends, starting to become the person who you want to be instead of beating yourself up because there are things about you that you don't like, but you keep yourself in the same you know, stuck place. And you also ridicule yourself over being there, by the way. If we can have more gratitude for ourselves, more gratitude for others, more appreciation for life, nature. If you want to have a moment and shift yourself, go get yourself outside in nature and take a walk and breathe and listen to your breath. I feel like it's, it's really time to go back to basics. So I know this is millennials. The struggle is real. I feel like it is really real. Um, I feel like this situation, as far as the millennials go, I almost feel like we're at the perfect storm. 
right? The perfect storm because systems in our world now we see are broken, right? There's a lot of things in our world that we thought was always going to be there and it was always going to work. And now we're seeing that actually it hasn't been built on a really solid foundation, right? As far as like morals and ethics and things like that, we're starting to see some real corruption in our world and it's everywhere. It's not just one system. It's everywhere. And I want to say that I feel the millennials are wired to help us shift all of this because it is time for truth. I'm wired for truth. This is something that I know I've been wired for. I'm also wired myself for uncovering what love really is and how to help people experience love in their lives through a relationship. But these kids are wired for truth. These kids don't understand why we do things the way that we do. And and it's because it's time for a love based foundation versus the old program, which is the fear-based foundation that we've been living from. The love-based foundation is about cohesiveness. It's about, you know, connection, togetherness, tolerance for whoever you are, whatever you prefer, whatever you look like, whatever language you speak, whatever food you decide you choose to eat however you look, okay? Because that's all on the outside. When you see somebody, you don't even know who they are, you know, unless you're someone intuitive, then, then you do. But don't just stop at the exterior. So if we can help our kids feel as though we value them, we appreciate them, no matter their differences, no matter their choices, right? They're on a journey, just like we're on a journey. They deserve to be able to do this journey, their personal life journey, their way. That may not line up with us as parents and what we want for them or what we think they should be doing because we want it to look a certain way to somebody, to people, right? Those are just showing our kids that we don't have strength within ourselves enough, that we worry more about what others are going to think about us instead of showing our children that our core strength lies within the actual person you are, the integrity that lies within you. And I believe that if we can help our kids start to value themselves, okay, listen to themselves more instead of being recognized by a sport they play or the job they just landed or whatever that is, right? Every single person here has unique talents and it's not all the same because every single person is entirely different than the next person. So even though you may do the same thing as 10 other people, you have a unique gift and you have a unique bringing into this world. So there is nobody that is the same. We just keep trying to put people into boxes and we keep trying to compare and judge instead of realizing we all have gifts. So what's yours? And if you don't feel like you have a gift and you're listening to my podcast, you have a gift. You have many gifts. It's time possibly for you to start uncovering what yours are. Okay. 
instead of allowing others to project onto you what you think you should be doing. And that has so much to do with our kids. Because I think as parents, we have worried. We've been caught in a funny place too because the generations before us, well, you know, we could say that every generation. Right now, I feel like it's time to get back to the basics of love, connection, appreciation, and acceptance. And I think I'm going to stop this here for now. Look for other parenting, um, other millennials. I'll, I'll label it millennials. Uh, if you have anything you'd like to offer me at any time, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me at onetruejoy.com. You can also reach me by email, Kimberly, it's L-E-Y, at onetruejoy.com. Follow me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at One True Joy. And, and that's it. I'll talk to you guys really soon. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Have a great week.